This is Stability, financial talk with Gene Casagrande and Brian Powell from Stability Partners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gene and Brian provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Stability Financial Talk with Gene Casagrande and Brian Powell. Hello and welcome back to Stability Financial Talk with Gene and Brian. My name is Gene Casagrande. And I'm Brian Powell from Stability Partners. And if you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 832-559-8393. Or you can visit us online at stabilityfinancialtalk.com to check out our past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or on Spotify. So please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions you have to set up a face-to-face meeting or just ask what we're talking about today. Absolutely. You know, Brian, it is 2021. <laughs> yes, it is. And it's been an interesting first week here. So, but we've got a, um, a new year and lots of new stuff to talk about. So let's kick it off. All right. Well, you know, one of the things we're most passionate about on this show is sharing information and insights with people who are, of course, on their journey to retirement, right? And of course, along the way, you have a lot of decisions to make. Yeah, we often focus on people who are approaching retirement or are already there, but this week's show is going to focus on financial advice for younger workers. So the the inspiration for this show came to us from some comments we got from clients who are parents and grandparents and wanted to hear something that they could tell their, their kids. And, you know, the comments, they generally fall along the lines of, boy, I wish my daughter was taking her 401k a little more seriously, right? So she wouldn't have to work as long as I have. Or maybe I wish my grandson knew more about finances so he wouldn't end up making some of the same mistakes I made when I was his age. Or some of them were just, I wish they would stop doing that. So I'm particularly struck by the notion of helping younger people we care about avoid some of these financial mistakes that we've all made along the way. So when I think about some of the money mistakes I made when I was young, well, let's just say I wouldn't mind having uh, Doc Brown take me back 20 or 30 years in his DeLorean once he gets the the flux capacitor fired up. (laughs) Don't you mean more like 30 or 40 years? Yeah, yeah, thanks. Be nice. Um, So, but... Until time travel comes around. So, yeah, absolutely. We'll just, you know, we're going to have to settle for just good old fashioned education. So, so here are some of the tidbits of information that we all wish we knew back in the day, right? So the first one is to learn self-control. And when we're kids, most of us learn self-control in terms of, you know, when we talk in class, how many cookies we get to eat when they first come out of the oven, yum you know, when we go to bed, but it's just as important to learn financial self-control. And when you get into the workforce and are making your first regular salary, you have to learn that instant gratification, because now you have some spending money, can get you in a lot of trouble when you start buying whatever you want with credit cards. That's absolutely right. And, you know, saving up for that PlayStation 5. Well, assuming you can get one. Right. Rather than putting it on plastic, that's going to be so helpful in the long run. And, you know, remember, if you're putting everything on credit cards, if that becomes a regular part of your life, you could end up paying for those things for many years in the future. 
Yeah, I, I know a lot of other people have said this, but it wouldn't be great if every high school student had to pass just a basic personal Absolutely. finance class before yep. they graduated. It really surprises me they don't. So, yeah, so many of the common financial mistakes young people make could just be avoided if they had a little more basic understanding of money and interest and the time value of money. I completely agree. You know, we should note, however, that uh, credit cards are a financial tool that most people have to use, at least from time to time. And we're using them now as a cash replacement anyway, but as long as they are paid constantly that month. Right, of course. And and you can also be strategic about how you use them, right? So, for example, select a card that has a good and, and an achievable reward, right? So maybe frequent flyer miles or cash back or something. And again, you pay the, this balance off in full every month That's when it so hits your important. inbox because carrying a balance will just kill you. And that, also, don't have more cards than you can keep track of or pay off each month. It's so easy to fall prey to the, oh, would you like to open a Banana Republic uh credit card. But when you open a credit card at every single store you shop at, it can it can snowball. Right, right. And, you know, not relying too heavily on credit cards, that is such a valuable financial life lesson, right? And credit cards, of course, are valuable tools for emergency situations, and they can also help you build credit, but it is crucial to not abuse them. Controlling your own financial futures is really a, another topic of note I like to talk about because ultimately, if you don't take control of your money, somebody else will, will and they may not have your best interest in mind. So there's a lot of people out there giving advice and some people are out there just promoting themselves as financial experts in the media. And they may just be looking to enrich themselves with some sort of financial get rich quick system. Right. But it doesn't have to even be as sinister as falling prey to some kind of financial scam or get rich quick thing. There's lots of people out there who are sincere and well-meaning in the advice that they give, but they're not really equipped to give you reliable professional advice. That's right. Always make sure that the people you work with are licensed and regulated, such as a registered investment advisor. And I'm always surprised at how people don't realize where their money is going. You know, people of all ages, but especially younger people, it sounds like a simple thing, but it's absolutely essential. If you stop every morning on the way to work for a bagel and coffee or something like that, you may not really notice the daily expense, but if you plugged it in your budget over time, you'll see how quickly it adds up. It absolutely does. And and add on to that all the streaming subscriptions and game services that you may rarely use, but still have yeah, you know, pulling, pulling money. money right from your yeah. checking account they still have a monthly charge yeah so in a way you know your mind can play tricks on you brian you know every morning if you're in line for your coffee and bagel as you say you know you tell yourself hey it's only six dollars but your mind isn't factoring yesterday's six dollars and tomorrow's six dollars right and that's like what fifteen hundred bucks a year or something yeah like that, it, it so. adds up but when it comes to budgeting, I've had older clients tell me that they wish their children and grandchildren would sacrifice a little bit more in their younger years to enjoy a stronger lifestyle in their later years. They wish they had done that. You know, they may be renting a more modest apartment, having a little bit cheaper car. By doing those things, uh, the, their grandchildren may find themselves better positioned to be in their dream home and dream lifestyle when they're 50. Right. And the next piece of advice really, it truly applies to everyone. And we repeat it here constantly. Constantly. So no matter where you are in life or on your journey to retirement, it is so important to have an emergency fund. Now, I get it. If you have credit card debt, student loan debt, whatever, and you aren't making much money, 
it's incredibly difficult to build a substantial emergency fund, but it's still important to save money, even if it's only a few bucks. Yeah, and ultimately having that money socked away for an emergency can help you going into from going into further debt to cover car repairs or if you have to travel somewhere for family suddenly or something like that. Yeah, and, and people shouldn't be putting money in a shoebox in their closet, Under right? The mattress, yeah. Make sure it's going into something with a solid return or, you know, some type of a, a strong interest rate. Yeah, exactly. So we usually don't make it this far into the show without mentioning this, but it's to start saving for retirement when you're young. Retirement isn't a process that you should begin when you turn 50 or uh, some people wait even longer, unfortunately, but it's something you should start start to think about as soon as you enter the workforce and as soon as you are making money and have the ability to um, contribute to a retirement right, plan. That, absolutely. The, the sooner you begin saving, the better your chances of reaching your retirement savings goals, right? So you should also take full advantage of your company's retirement plan if that's an option for you because you can typically put in pre-tax dollars and then companies often will match a part of that contribution. And most companies will offer, uh, small, bigger companies will offer a 401k, but if they don't, as an individual, you may want to look into getting your own IRA. Right. So the next piece of financial advice for younger workers is to get a thorough understanding of taxes. So using an online calculator, that can help you determine your gross pay, the amount of taxes you'll have to pay, and how much you're going to be left with. And, you know, even though you might not make much money yeah. initially, right? It's good to um, to get knowledgeable help with your tax returns so that you're you make sure you're not paying too much. Yeah, so you don't just do the here's what I made, here's what I owe thing, and miss out on any um, pieces that could help you pay less taxes. Right, right. So, and you know, really, who can forget the feeling of getting their first paycheck and just being gobsmacked by the amount that you actually get <laughs> to take home? To all of us. My son called me after his first real professional engineering um, paycheck and was like, Dad, is this right? <laughs> all the taxes coming out, you know. Okay, well, I thought we'd change our focus just slightly. And earlier in okay. the show, we mentioned the importance of beginning the process of saving for a retirement course as soon as possible, right? And I know for many people in their 60s, getting ready for retirement is exciting, but it's stressful, right? As they're as they may wonder whether they'll have the the income they need to maintain their preferred lifestyle. But, you know, if you begin saving for retirement when you're early in your career, I suspect you may be able to just help avoid some of that stress, right? Yeah, you're not having to make it all up at the end. So. When I had my first professional job out of college, my boss told me to to put away 10% of my salary into the 401k. And I started doing that from my very first eligible paycheck. And it makes a lot of sense. Yep. Or and I wouldn't really use a percentage. I would just max out, put the maximum you can put in there if at all possible. But when it comes to setting aside assets to provide yourself with resources during your retirement, um, maxing out is that first step for your 401k. And the beauty of a 401k is you don't 
pay the taxes on the gains until you reach retirement. You can even hold off until the government makes you start paying taxes on them at age 72. So Right. And the the idea then is that you may be in a lower tax bracket, right? Cuz you're retired. Yeah, sure. And but if it suits your financial strategy better, you can also utilize a retirement savings tool like a Roth that allows you to pay the taxes up front rather than later in life when, you know, maybe your income might be higher. Yeah. So it, it seems like 401ks often get a lot of attention when it comes to retirement plannings, but IRAs are often just as crucial because, some, as we said earlier, not all companies may offer a 401k plan, but you can still contribute to retirement. That's absolutely right. And when it comes to younger workers allocating their assets for the future, IRAs may be a powerful addition to their financial strategy. So while IRA contribution maximums are lower than 401k contributions, um, they may still provide some greater flexibility over what types of investments um, you can invest in, right? Yeah, you'll Stocks, have a, bonds, a lot more ETFs. Sure. There, uh, as a, a 401k may be rather restrictive in what it allows you to, to invest in, and IRAs are all over the place. Sure. And, and if your company doesn't provide a match, well, one strategy may be to max out an IRA early and then allocate the remaining money to your 401k. Yeah, and I think exploring IRAs and considering your allocations is a great reason to meet with an experienced financial services professional because they understand this stuff. They are well positioned to help you define your goals and then craft a strategy to get there and not just uh, take off with a, well, this sounds good and hope for the best. Yeah, and when it comes to allocating your resources to build for, say, a far off retirement, working closely with a financial service professional can be one of the best decisions you make, Brian. Yeah. And one of the things, again, we we not only just are we being old people harping to younger workers right now, but we <laughs> tell this to everybody. Uh, another great retirement step you can take is, especially when you're in your, like your 20s or something, is paying off debt. You're investing so in yourself. Important. And if you can, you can focus on paying off your higher interest debt soon, sooner because it, how can I guarantee you a 17% return? pay off that 17% credit card. You bet. So, and w- what good does it do to save for retirement when you're simultaneously paying high interest rates on Makes no sense, card? You, really. You're probably not going to get the same return off of an investment that was, that's equal to the, the interest rate you're paying out. Those high credit card rates, yeah. So also, if you can pay off your student loans in less than, say, 10 years, you should put so much of your energy into doing that. And once you've achieved that goal, your financial strategy has a lot more flexibility to focus on things like retirement. Yeah, you can focus on lots of things out there if you have little to no debt. Mm -hmm. So for many people, paying off student loans in less than 10 years might seem daunting, right? But if you can pull it off, your whole financial future changes. Great point. Now, Now, we talked earlier about building an emergency fund. And also, um, one of the things you have to also maintain is just cash on hand, like in a a savings or checking account for your usual expenditures for groceries, the light bills and things like that. But you don't want to have too much in that. We see people all the time and young people fall prey to this too, where they'll have way too much money in a checking account that's not earning anything. So, um, you know, we've heard some people suggest using the loan provision of a 401k as their emergency fund. Wrong. That's a terrible idea. So sure, you can 
you know, temporarily take a loan out penalty free. Uh, you do pay interest on it. That goes back to your own account. But that money has to be paid back. Right. And paid back pretty quickly if you're terminated. Right. Otherwise, it's considered income. And there are penalties for doing that if you are under 59 and a half. So even the loan provisions from the recent COVID relief requires it to be paid back. Yeah. And if you unless you just have no other option, it's just there you're going to go destitute. Otherwise, you're ne- you should never take a premature retirement account distribution uh, again, simply because you can't take money out of that under age 59 and a half without paying a nasty financial penalty of interest and, and uh, or excuse me, of uh, taxes and um, penalties. Right. And, and besides, when the check engine light comes on, knowing that you have the emergency cash to handle it rather than taking on credit card debt or borrowing money, it's really a great feeling. Yep. And then you just replenish that bite out of your emergency funds. You bet. So, now, Another way to prepare for retirement when you're a young worker and you're contributing to your 401k and you've got it matched and you've got company maxed and you've got company match coming in, you've got all, all, you've got your bases covered, is now to think about while you're young to aggressively allocate your money in your investments. Yeah. And as we've noted before on this show, we typically avoid going into specifics about investing. Because there are just simply too many nuances and factors that deserve time and attention, yeah, right? One, one size does not fit all. So However, you to- you're, if you're in your 20s, that may be the right time to be aggressive in terms of allocations because you have time to ride out the market's inevitable ups and downs. That's exactly right. When you're in your 60s, you need to be a lot more conservative. But when you're in your 20s, you've got another 40 years in the workforce, 40 plus years in the workforce. So... Um, well, maybe not 40, but you've got a lot more in there. Sure. So, so to stop rambling and cut to the chase a little bit, <laughs> investing is another great reason to meet with a financial services professional. And investing isn't something you should jump into without a solid base of knowledge. It's sort of like, I don't do my own plumbing because I don't know what to do there. So uh, you shouldn't jump in and do your own investing unless you know what you're doing. Yeah. You don't have to convince me, Brian. I'm a strong advocate for anyone building a positive and ongoing relationship with a financial service professional. And and you've seen me do plumbing. Um, (laughs) Another great advice that I I harp on with people all the time is making money, saving money automatic, where you just set it where things get contributed automatically. And for uh, people who have grown up in the uh, robust technology era here with everything you can set with a you know, you know a handheld device and your phone and everything, this should be a pretty easy one to be comfortable with setting up automatic deposits and, and into your retirement. For sure. So, so, you know, in that regard, get in touch with your company's human resources department to get set up on automated contributions to your retirement plan. And again, if you're young and don't have a family, consider pushing your retirement account contributions as high as you can. And trust me, you will thank yourself later for doing that. And even for more highly compensated younger workers. Or just diligent savers. Yeah. Setting up an automatic after-tax savings account is another way to save for the future. It's not it's not tax shielded or tax deferred like a um, retirement account, but it's a way to save money. Yeah. And, and I think the other benefit of utilizing these automatic payments is that you almost forget about them, right? So you you get used to what your paycheck looks like after those automatic deductions. And so you just build your budget around that amount. And sometimes 
out of sight, out of mind, that isn't such a bad thing. Or exactly. And you, you get used to that retirement money not being real until you need it. You bet. And in your 60s. Yeah. And by building a retirement strategy when you're still in your 20s, you're setting yourself up for the kind of retirement you really want. So when you're approaching retirement, you can see it as a time of excitement rather than stress. Yeah, right? and because you're prepared. You've got it all done. You've maxed, you you've bet. saved. And instead of going, oh my gosh, we've got to hit X amount more money so we can retire like we want to, you can look and see we've got this covered. You know, Brian, we've covered a lot in this episode. And while it's daunting for younger workers to do all of this at once, we hope that maybe we can inspire people that are new to the workforce just to start saving. Yeah, to right? get something. You find some, one of these tips and, and go from there. You're not going to be able to do all of them at once. And if you can, kudos to you. But right. right. Well, that's all for now. So visit our website at stabilitypartners.com or call us at our office, which is 832-559-8393 to discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns around this. So it's our goal to help you prepare. Starting early. <laughs> for retirement that, that you're working so hard to achieve. You bet. And this concludes another episode of Stability financial talk with Gene and Brian. My name is Gene Casagrande. And I'm Brian Powell. So take care and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Stability Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Gene Casagrande and Brian Powell at Stability Partners. Call 832-559-8393 or visit them online at stabilitypartners.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Stability Partners Advisory Group LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Texas. Insurance services and products are offered through Stability Partners LLC and affiliated companies. Stability Partners LLC and Stability Partners Advisory Group LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.